0: Mr. Premraj Kalapadam is an eloquent, impressionable, and highly experienced employee engagement expert. At the cusp of his career, he chose to trade into the financial services sector due to his academic accolades that supported his career trajectory. He continued to ace in his banking career and went on to hold a leadership position in his organizations. Thanks to his good leadership capabilities, he was awarded a CEO position in HDFC's sister concern organization, and he went on to manage 21,000 plus employees, and he was acknowledged and appreciated for his employee retention capabilities. As we prepare to delve into our conversation on the topic at hand, the joy of giving, here is an exciting twist. Premraj, get ready for a rapid fire round of random words. I'll mention a few. And I would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind in response without thinking much. And let's dive right in. Here comes the first word it is dream.
1: Continue to make a positive difference in the lives of people.
0: Awesome. Invention.
1: I would say it is a wheel that uh, transformed uh, transportation. Mm-hmm. Future. India shining. <laughs> Book. Book. I am very much impressed with uh, Robin Sharma's uh, 5 A.M. Club and the Heroes Manifesto. The Heroes Manifesto I am reading now. Mm-hmm. I've read the 5 A.M. Club, 5 A.M. Oh. Club, which is very very interesting and uh, a lot of takeaways in that. Yeah. And movie? Movie. I am not a great movie but, uh, buff, but uh, in my younger age, I'd seen Godfather which has stayed with me. Mm-hmm. Food? Food. prawns biryani. Uh, place? Place, I love New Zealand. I've been there once and I'd like to go there again. Object? It's a mobile phone which has uh, revolutionized uh, communication. You have the entire world in your palms.
0: Yeah. And then uh, person? Person,
1: Ratan Tata, without doubt, without the things that he is doing, almost single-handedly he has transformed things and all his organization have ethical values, Mm -hmm. which uh, resonates with him.
0: Yeah. And the last one is world.
1: We should be living in harmony.
0: Awesome and thank you so much for participating in sport tv really appreciate it folks welcome to the guiding voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future i'm your host navin samala dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value to your life and to your career thank you so much for tuning in and premraj hearty welcome to the guiding voice english as well and it's been a pleasure talking to you on uh, TGV Hindi and that episode is really doing well and thanks again for being part of our journey and then at this uh, time I would also like to acknowledge uh, Raina Khatri Tandon for connecting me with uh, such a great leader and uh, Raina appreciate you uh, taking time to connect me with uh, Prem Raji and hearty welcome uh, Mr. Prem Raj.
1: Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure talking on this channel. I did post the Hindi one so I was a bit circumspect before in speaking Hindi, but it uh, seems to have come out well.
0: Yeah.
1: It needs, you need to be complimented for having done that. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to this episode.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And uh, here comes my first question. Like you had 38 years of uh, work experience. And apart from that, you have been part of so many voluntary organizations. And you are always on your toes to contribute and give back to the society. So I'm really inspired by your journey and also your passion to make a difference, Like, which means you always keep yourself busy. So I wanted to understand from you, what is your success mantra? What are the top three things that have attributed to your success so far?
1: That's a good question. Uh, If
0: I have to pick up three attributes, I would say one
1: is discipline. Second is the willingness to work hard. And third would be tenacity. Just don't give up. There will always be failures. But be tenacious enough to ensure that you reach success in the end.
0: Yeah, so so inspiring. Now let's talk about the topic at the hand, joy of giving. I think many corporates have embarked on their CSR activities and many organizations run campaigns in the same name, like joy of giving. So what will be your definition of joy of giving?
1: As far as the joy of giving, the definition, if you have to ask me is... uh, do uh, I feel it if you do something for someone and you see a glint of joy in their eyes, that for me is a joy of giving. It could be something one does or uh, facilitates and then see the sparkling result. Mm-hmm. It awesome. fills one's heart to see someone else happy on your account. That mm-hmm. is what I would define or say is the joy of
0: giving. Mm. So profound. So, uh, looking at mm-hmm. someone being happy because of our deeds, if I may summarize mm-hmm. it, wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm now curious, like why why did you get into this uh, journey of uh, philanthropy, and how it has it evolved over the years? So, uh,
1: for that, uh, like most things in our life, I have to I have to go back to my childhood. Mm-hmm. Where in my childhood I did not have privilege to, to many things that my school friends had, my other friends had, my peers had. I wish someone would have gifted it or shared it. Just one small example. I never had a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Most of our, class- our classmates had bicycles and during their research, they would be having fun with it. Mm-hmm. They would be enjoying the ride. They would be doing acrobatic friends. At that time, there was a feeling of envy and mm-hmm. being less privileged. Mm-hmm. And not many people ever thought of sharing their bicycles with me. Hmm. So it was during this period I vowed I would be willing to share and bring joy to people. This small episode and many other small things wherein I was less privileged stayed with me. Hmm. And as I grew older and started earning, whenever friends with financial problems or other problems came up to me, if I could do something, I always said, there have been times when I've taken loans in mining, mm-hmm. even people out. Mm-hmm. And this has continued for years. And there have been times when people have taken loans from me and not bothered to return. But then I console myself saying, at least I helped someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was their duty to help me to return the loans. If they haven't, yes, they might have more use of the money than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was later on when I joined the rotary club. So years ago that I really discovered the joy of giving because this, this club provided an avenue where you could give because this was a club this is a club and Rotary Clubs normally deal with the marginalized sections of society so there's ample opportunities you have wherein you get chances to be of help to society whether it is the first thing I did was was uh, to donate a braille machine to a prime store hmm. I did not track as to what happened, but I'm sure that student would have prospered well. And over the years, whether it in monetary terms or whether it is giving time, I have tried to give something back to society. That's what I feel has been a game changer for me.
0: That's awesome. So, a couple of incidents from childhood and then also... I feel like you can't see someone's suffering, right? That is uh, clearly visible, right? So, which is awesome. And when it comes to giving, many people struggle to find the time or even resources to give back. So, what advice would you offer to those who want to make a difference but aren't sure where to start?
1: To my opinion, it's either one of them. You either have the, don't have the time Mm -hmm. Or you don't have the money. It can't be both together. I find it difficult to believe that it can be both at the same time. Mm Those who have the money, please be generous. Mm -hmm. And be generous to the point wherein it hurts. There have been some great people who have contributed or who have promised to contribute a huge segment of their wealth. And there are some religions also wherein it is mandated that you give X percentage of your wealth to, to charity every year. Yeah, It's taking that queue in front. Our government has also come up with a CSR scheme wherein 2% of the corporate uh, profits have to be given as not as charity, has to be given to for um, corporate social responsibilities wherein the marginalized sections of society are uh, helped. So, there are avenues that are available and in case you don't have the money, there are lots of NGOs wherein you can spend time there, mm-hmm. go for projects. When you go for projects, it will be, for example, uh, in Rotary Club, we conduct a lot of uh, medical camps. Yeah. There will be a lot of administrative work that is uh, to be done while conducting this camp. So even if you can't contribute money, you can contribute your time and be a volunteer. Nice. So that's what I feel uh, we can do. And another thing for people who have money, who feel a bit stingy, just a small example I give you. In Rotary Club of Boro, we have an education center wherein for the last ten years we have been uh, giving special coaching to some marginalized sections of society. And when we do the maths, we find to keep one child in school with mm-hmm. all the education books, uh, private tuitions, and everything it costs about seven thousand five hundred rupees every year. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the affluent people or the upper-middle class, when they go out for dinners and outings, every month they'll be spending more than the seven and a half thousand rupees. So if you cut just one of these outings or dinners with family, you will be putting one child to school. So that's where you can get the money. This is mm-hmm. just an example. There are lots of avenues wherein people with money can contribute. If So I would suggest if anyone is really interested, Get in touch with your local engine. They will always be looking out for volunteers. Yeah. Sure. And the so, advice I would give is to start small mm-hmm. and take it away. You will yeah.
0: feel the joy
1: once even once you start
0: doing mm-hmm. it. So it need not always be money or cash as such, mm-hmm. but it is also about time.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: Great. Okay, so now uh, I'm also interested uh, to understand your experience of how a small act of kindness or generosity had a significant impact on someone's life or a community. You mentioned about braille um, machine to a blind person. Yeah. Apart from that, is there any other incident that stayed with you?
1: Yeah, one incident uh, stayed with me. Um, this was when I was working. This was during my working life. I was handling um, a host of branches Whereas in one of the branches, there was a lady who was having problems with her husband. Mm. And she was saying she was staying separately. One evening, when she was going home, he waylaid her and threw acid on her face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We rushed her to hospital. The branch manager and the staff that uh, branch rushed her to hospital. And then the doctor said it will cost about the treatment would cost about 2 lakhs. And this girl was new to the system. So though we did have a claim, the mediclaim, claim, the upper ceiling was 50,000. Mm-hmm. So the branch manager called me and said, Ki, how do we do this? The doctor is asking for two lakhs." I told him, tell the doctor to start the treatment. I will come there tomorrow because this place is about three hours drive from my headquarters. Mm-hmm. So I told him, tomorrow morning, I will be there. Tell the doctor I will be there tomorrow early morning. He can start the treatment and tell him not to worry about the money. I reached there, I met the doctor and told him to continue. We will find the money. Mm -hmm. Then I went back to my bank. I looked at the office processes and uh, the facilities that are available. Then I spoke to my boss. Is there something that we can do? The boss was not very helpful. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, as per the rules, we can give only this. There's nothing we can do. I spoke to his boss. His boss was not helpful, but not uh, he did not discourage me. He said, why don't you speak to the head of HR, who was a group head. I picked up the phone. And luckily, this group head uh, was a lady. I spoke to this lady and told her this is what has happened. The medical claim is only 50,000. And we need to do something because this is a genuine case and it's sounds staff. So either um, please uh, talk to someone and... Arrange for a non refundable loan of like 50,000 or 2 lakhs, which we will see what to do. Mm. In case this lady was willing to listen to me, she asked me to send her a note as to what has happened. So within half an hour, I sent this note, and believe it or not, within 15 minutes, I received an approval for right. 2 lakhs non refundable This was cool. away from the system, there was nothing in the rules that did it, but because I approached and because the Organization was empathetic and compassionate. Yeah. They found a way wherein the two lakh rupees was given to the girl. She had a treatment. she's one of later on. She turned out to be one of the star employees. And what was more important was, because I went out of the way to do this, the others in the organization in the periphery came to know about it, and my stock rose, and I gained a reputation of being there for people, being a people's person. Being someone who would go out of the way to help staff members. So, this was the effect of uh, my just one initiative that I took when I was willing to break the rules, when I was willing to ask for rules to be broken.
0: Awesome. This is so inspiring. And you have gone two steps ahead, not just one step. And you did not stop there the moment your boss said no, or you have maybe it is not under their purview. You have gone to the level and without fearing the failure or without taking care of the fact that okay what if they reject you have still tried I think that is the tenacity of part which I can really resonate and kudos to you and also kudos to everybody that is involved in this particular process I think this is so inspiring and definitely organizations should do and contribute to these kind of uh, things because it is about helping save someone's life and they will forever be indebted to us right In, in terms of yeah
1: yes Yes, that's very true.
0: Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, so motivating, and let's move ahead. And and this joy of inspiring, uh, sorry, this joy of giving, uh, can also inspire others to follow suit. Right? Have you witnessed any examples of a ripple effect where one act of generosity led to a chain of positive actions?
1: Um, I can think of a couple of incidents that happened uh, during the during my tenure as a president of the Rotary Club of
0: Goromli.
1: Uh, in our vicinity, we had a big fire wherein 800 hutments were destroyed. And a lot of people, about 3-4,000 people, were literally on the streets. Mm. So since we were an NGO in the area and one of our club members was staying there, we took the initiative and started a funds drive. And we discovered the first thing that they needed was some buckets and mugs. So we arranged for that. And uh, when we were thinking of doing this, we also discovered that a lot of NGOs who are in this field. So all of us got together one evening and then tried to make um, sense out of this matter that was going on. And instead of doing it separately, all the NGOs, we said Ki, we would do it collectively. Mm. And after the first thing, first initial things, what was needed was... They needed groceries mm-hmm. to subsist them. We had arranged for some tents and other things. Luckily, it was not the rainy season, so it was not bad. So, we arranged for tents wherein temporary shelter could be given. And then, we thought about giving them rations, groceries. So, about one month's ration, we went to a supermarket, uh, negotiated with them. And uh, and all the grocery items that would be needed for about 30 days, we compiled a list and prepared ration kits mm-hmm. and the cost of that each kit came to 1,750 we asked for contributions we found a lot of people from our club contributed and what was more heartwarming and which is where the ripple effect comes in yeah. there are many people who had friends who spoke to their friends and those friends also helped we had a dent we have a dentist here who is very very mm, kind-hearted he's went to the dental association from there he got about more than a dozen of his friends contributing to this mm-hmm. so this was there, then we had another NGO mm-hmm. who came to us. They also contributed fifty thousand. So overall, mm-hmm. this uh, sizable chunk of money we could give for this flood relief, for this sorry fire relief mm-hmm. and that really showed us that in case you do something, if you start something, people get motivated to give. yeah that is one example. And the other example is again, this is Rotri connected. Mm-hmm. For the last thirty five odd years, Rotri has been fighting end polio. As of now, apart from two countries, the rest of the world has been rid of food. But we need to be very, very sure that it doesn't recover. Mm-hmm. So money is always uh, needed. We have some great philanthropists like uh, Bill Gates and uh, Bill Gates and the Melinda Foundation support. But at a club level also, money needs to be collected. So when uh, polio drive was going on, I mm-hmm. contributed my might. We had uh, another very senior member who contributed his might and suddenly we found a lot of people opening up their wallets and in 15 minutes we collected a sizable amount. This normally doesn't happen. Again, this would be when the course is good and people are really seeing that you are leading by example, the ripple effect happens. There are numerous such examples I can quote. Yeah. These are the two that comes into mind and these are the recent ones.
0: Got it, so inspiring. Definitely, if uh, we demonstrate that act of kindness and definitely it is going to have the ripple effect and others also get inspired. Mm -hmm. So on that note, uh, my next question is around how did you motivate people to be part of your initiatives when you served as the area president of your Rotary Club during your tenure?
1: A small confession here. When I started my tenure, I thought being um, having been successful as a corporate uh, person, I could replicate those corporate uh, lessons here and run the club. In a way, yes, it helped. But there yeah. are certain areas where it did not help. Mm-hmm. For example, getting work done from people who not easy in a corporate setup, because you have that hierarchy, that command that you have, with your position, you can command and demand work. But here, there is no demand. Everyone is on par. You might be the president of the club. Yeah. But every you are on par with every individual. So you can't demand work. Mm. You have to command. And only if that person feels motivated enough to do something, whether it is coming for projects or whether to contribute in terms of monetary terms, it will be very, very difficult. This was one of the biggest lessons I learned and I learned it pretty early during my tenure. So then I could implement some other strategies to help them. And one of the things that helped me was acknowledgement of gratitude. Mm -hmm. I was always conscious. That these individuals did not have to do anything for the club. I had to motivate them to do something. So, whenever even the smallest thing was done, I ensured that they were acknowledged in public and on a personal level, I expressed my gratitude. Mm-hmm. When others saw people getting acknowledged for small things, they were willing to contribute. So, mm-hmm. I feel expression of gratitude has been one of the biggest takeaways which really helped me in motivating people
0: to be part of our initiative. Awesome. And uh, this has been great and incredible conversation so far. And now it's time to add some more excitement and get ready, Premraji, as we dive into a series of intriguing rapid fire questions to spice up the episode further. And if you're ready, let's dive in. Okay, I'm ready. Sure. Okay, perfect. Here comes my first bullet. If you could have one gigantic billboard, Anywhere, with anything on it, what would it say?
1: I would say discover the joy of giving.
0: Wow. (laughs) Okay. And then uh, what is one thing that you are really bad at that you wish you were better at? I just can't blow my own trumpet. (laughs) Which others are really good. Especially social media is full of that uh, these days. (laughs) Okay. And uh, can you describe yourself in just one word? i would say
1: compassionate
0: mm-hmm. and what is uh, your favorite thing about the 21st century living in the 21st century
1: i would say technology though i am not very good with technology mm. i feel technology makes your life mm-hmm. easy and sometimes complicated too mm. but i would feel uh, that is the most favorite thing uh, living in the 21st century for example i mentioned previously also the mobile phone yeah. in, the a mobile phone in your hand you have the entire world in your hand.
0: yeah that's yeah. the power of technology. Agreed. And um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why?
1: I would uh, force people to be to
0: give, mm-hmm. to be philanthropic. Mm-hmm.
1: because yeah. they have more money than they need.
0: Nice. And uh, here comes the last bullet. What is one electronic gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself?
1: I, one that could uh, predict uh, in advance an illness that one could lay low. So mm-hmm. that uh, preventive measures can be taken.
0: Awesome. And let's flip back to the mainstream. And uh, what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make begin their careers?
1: I would say be sincere and willing to learn, mm-hmm. unlearn and relearn. Be ahead of the curve as far as technological developments are happening at your workplace. Mm-hmm. Because it is said, 80% of the jobs that are in existence now might be redundant by the year 20. And be kind and compassionate with your co workers. Above all, be a team person.
0: I think you nailed it a lot in that short and crisp message, but a lot to take away. And how is your experience being hosted on the Guiding Voice?
1: Yeah, it's, it's been an experience. Uh, uh, it's been a joyful experience sharing my. Need to compliment you on the thoughtful questions posed to me. It was a pleasure interacting with you and I'm hoping and I'm sure when the episode gets aired, there will be a lot of people coming up to experience the joy of giving by giving.
0: Absolutely. And last one here is a surprise. Since you have been through both the platforms, TGV Hindi and The Guiding West, again, I'm not trying to put you on spot, but who do Mm. you think I have to host in this platform from your network? Again, feel free to share here or else you can share me offline also, but... Must invite person.
1: <laughs> I will. I, I will. I have a couple of names. Let me speak to them first Yeah. about whether availability and yeah. then I'll get back to you. And it will be a pleasure for them to be hosted on the show. Thank you I for the invitation.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much. And uh, really appreciate all the insights. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. It is always a pleasure talking to you. I think there is some motivation and the aura that you carry is uh, super inspiring. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you.
1: Thank you. It was a pleasure being on the show. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. So, folks, that was our episode with uh, Prem Raj KV. And before we dive into the exciting trivia section, we have a small request for you. If you haven't already, we kindly invite you to subscribe to our podcast from wherever you have tuned into, because by subscribing, you will stay updated with our latest episodes and ensuring that you never miss out on the valuable content. Also, if you have enjoyed this episode and found it beneficial, we would be immensely grateful if you could share it with at least three of your friends or colleagues or family members who can benefit from the guiding voice, spread the knowledge and empower others to learn and grow just like you. And your support means the world to us. Not only will your friends gain new insights, but we will also gain new subscribers, allowing us to continue producing valuable content for you and our growing community. Thank you so much in advance for your support and let's embark on this journey of knowledge together. All right, now let's cruise into the trivia segment and today's trivia is about philanthropy. Since we have had an exciting conversation about the joy of giving, I thought I will share you a few facts related to philanthropy and here comes the first one. In 2020, charitable giving in the United States reached a record 471.44 billion dollars which is kind of 5.1% increase compared to the previous year. And this highlights the immense generosity of individuals and organizations in making a difference in the lives of those in need. And Warren Buffett, the legendary American investor and philanthropist, pledged to donate 99% of his wealth to charity, primarily through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And his commitment sets an inspiring example for others to use their wealth for the greater good and leave a lasting impact on the society. And the last one here, the Giving Pledge founded by Bill Gates and Warren Buffett in 2010 has attracted over 220 billionaires from 25 countries who committed to dedicating the majority of their wealth to philanthropy. And this global initiative showcases the power of collective action and encourages individuals, especially the influential ones, to unite for positive social change. So folks, here comes my question. When did you experience the joy of giving? And please share your experience with me in the form of YouTube comments if you are watching there. Or else if you have found this episode on social media platform, request you to share there. And not only that. What did you do to encourage others also to indulge in the joy of giving? Let us give and enjoy the joy of giving. And that's a wrap for today's episode. We sincerely appreciate you taking time to tune in and being part of our incredible community. And we would love to hear from you folks. Your feedback and ideas mean the world to us. Please don't hesitate to share your topic recommendations and also suggestions for guest speakers through our vibrant social media channels. Or you can also drop an email at theguidingvoiceforyou at redgmail.com. Together, we can create content that truly resonates with you. I'm your host, Naveen Samala, a dedicated professional and an insatiable learner. My mission is to make the world a better place through meaningful conversations that have a lasting impact on your life and your career. Stay connected with us as we continue this enlightening journey together. And until we meet again, take care, stay in... Stay inspired and remember, the best is yet to come. Bye for now. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest.